Hi, I'm Dan Ballard. Thank you for dropping in. My vision on this podcast is to provide short and purposeful insight on practical wisdom and knowledge. I aim to transform important and often complex understandings into easy to digest messages to help you grow. I'll be drawing from the highs and lows of my personal experiences in life and with my own journey in personal mastery, health, well-being, and performance. Linking in entrepreneurism, consciousness, and life by design. I'll also draw from my experience conducting near 17,000 bookings globally, consciously assisting men, women, and business people discover clarity and unearth stronger versions of themselves from inside out. I'm an Australian man with a visionary heart, and I'm all in on this life. So please join me along the journey as we actualize our potential. Whatever we put our attention on, we'll grow stronger in our lives. And where that attention goes, energy will flow. Everything is energy. And today, everything is about energy management. I'm going to bring you inside of the Prosperity Mastermind. And my reason for doing this is because we've just recently wrapped up the first phase of our curriculum within this growth and discovery journey. I'm very grateful to be able to have sold out my first extensive mastermind program that's completely online and it's accessible everywhere. And I thought today would be a really good opportunity for you guys to get a sideline access and bring you into what we're doing and the perspectives that have enabled people and the models that have enabled people to create a rapid shake shift quite quickly through energy management. If you haven't seen what the Prosperity Mastermind's about, it's a selected group of growth-minded leaders, seekers, performers, entrepreneurs, and creatives. They're there to level up. They're there to scale their mission, their impact, performance, and work their own individual skill sets, which will put them at a tremendous playing advantage on the field of life and also in their respected fields or their missions. But you don't have to be all of these things. You just have to have that specific psychographic, not a demographic. A psychographic refers to the mindset, the growth mind, and the ability to look beyond the present moment, to be encouraged to seek more, to create better outcomes, and to choose continual self-improvement in a self-fulfilling pathway. Now, we've recently just wrapped up this module of energy management, and that's what's really inspired me to bring you guys into this especially considering considering what's going on in the world right now, putting our energy into the right areas is, for me, probably the most important thing that we can possibly be doing for ourselves right now. I have doubled down on my self-care recently, and I've had to for a variety of reasons. And I've also been encouraging people to do this as well too, is to really take the extra time to be with ourselves, to fill our own cups, and to create more of what we're looking to create in life without trying too hard to control the uncontrollables around us. I always say this, when there's a lot of chaos outside and we can't control things outside of us, it's a beautiful opportunity for us to turn inward. Throughout this episode, because we are talking about all things energy, I encourage you to get up on your feet, put your earphones in and go for a walk. As I said, we are energy and everything is energy. We are bioenergetic beings 
And I don't know if you're like me, but when I'm learning, I'm taking in an audio book or I'm studying a podcast, whatever, I find I'm really receptive, energized, and ready to gobble up and make best use of information when I'm moving. So I really want you to get up and get moving, but also be prepared to take any notes. So maybe the notes section in your phone, mine's always filled up. That is a good place that you can start to take notes from this podcast because I really like you to stay with the mission that I have, and that is to, for me to be able to deliver wisdom and knowledge for you then to practically apply into your life. Don't waste time just consuming information on top of information. Take on board information, reflect with it, find what's useful, and then take action on it. Apply it to your life. Knowledge alone is worthless. The lasting change we want to create requires our action. So welcome to this episode. Let's get into it. Before we dive right into things, I wanted to acknowledge the work and the achievement this year of the Australian A-League football club, the Central Coast Mariners. We've gone from the bottom of the, the league and having not made the final series in seven years to completely transforming and holding that top spot for a bulk of the season. Unfortunately, when it hit finals, we didn't go all the way. But for now and where we're at, a lot has to be said on the players' transformation. And I wanted to bring attention to that and say thank you so much for the respect and the trust in my role. And already, we are pumped for next season. Already starting to talk about that now. So a lot of what we do cover is on energy management as well. So it all ties in beautifully. Now, why do I start with energy management? As I said, inside of my Prosperity Mastermind, the very first part of the curriculum, the module, is energy management. I started with it because I think it is impartially where most of us are poorly managed and disciplined, but it is also an area of nuance, opportunity, and power that is drastically overlooked. It's also underplayed for creating change and impact in our lives and for the visions we have of our future. So I know personally, when I couldn't seem to stretch myself and go any further, personally and professionally, it felt like I was just stressing myself out continually. I was butting my head up against a wall. I really lacked clarity. I felt stuck. And I just wanted the next level of my life to come through. And in that, my energy was all out of whack. And it was largely dispersed. It was spread out everywhere. I was trying to master all the tasks and not really getting anywhere and when I was starting to consider the things that I really knew was possible, it became really frustrating and painful. And that needed attention. It needed addressing. Now, part of why I'm actually so passionate and driven to help others is because I've learned so much through, the, through my experience, refining my energy, and I know the power in what I'm presenting to you guys. Nikola Tesla said that if we wanted to find the secrets of the universe... We need to think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration, because everything is energy. So if everything's energy, wouldn't it make sense to first learn how to fully harness the potential of that energy each day, and to ensure that all of our available stores each day wasn't wasted, leaking out, going on to affect our vitality, our productivity, and our well-being? So we do get what we focus on, whether we like it or not. If we fear never being financially free, then you're always going to mag magnetically draw to you the experience of lack. 
if you fear being cheated on or destroyed by the someone that you've handed your heart over to, your love, because of something that happens in your past or has happened in your past, chances are you're, you're going to repeat that situation or otherwise known as a practice thought or habit, which is a practice energy field that circulates information and keeps you held down by a narrative. So you recreate these situations in different forms or different situations in themselves. He also said that the day that science begins to study non-physical phenomenon, it will make more progress in one decade than it's made in all previous centuries of existence. And he was, to my knowledge and inspiration, one of the most important and monumental brilliant minds that ever existed and extended itself here on planet Earth. Now, what I know about my own life is that it got a whole lot more meaningful, impactful, not just on my life, but other people's, once I began to apply my own study of the non-physical and integrate it into everything I was already doing. It helped me get clearer and things started to expand, whether it be my relationships, the opportunities I had and were given, the way I saw myself and the way that the world started opening up and I started seeing it differently. I started to realize that we are much more spiritual and energetic than we are just merely physical. So the question is, why aren't we doing more energy work? Why isn't more attention placed on energy? Think of elite performers working with this stuff. They are now because the paradigm starting to shift. Why I believe energy management work is overlooked by educators like myself prior to being exposed to this stuff, not by choice at the time, I was drawn to it. It's likened to what Tesla points out to us, that we actually pay too much attention to limiting ourselves and identifying through form and the physicality of life. Despite ourselves being electrical, vibrational, and made up of 99.99% of empty space. So it's all very interesting despite knowing scientifically that all things have frequency and vibration and they exist on frequencies and vibrations too. You have that, I have that, and all things that we we also want to have have that also. So an easy way to understand this is think about I like to explain this to my students this way is the radio stations here that are where I live are 1013 and 104.5. All right, different frequencies. If I'm listening to the tune of 1013, at the same time, I can't simultaneously listen to what's on 104.5. They exist on different frequencies. So in order to move beyond what I already know, I need to tune into a different frequency. There's also this law, and it's the law of conservation of energy. I use this metaphor in my education. It was actually spoken about inside of Mastermind. We did a, a workshop on it. Where someone like myself might see a spiritual perspective, like I've been opening up, another will see laws of physics. Think of this for understanding. You're stepping out uh, at a bowling alley. You're playing off against your friends or maybe it's your family. You desperately want that strike. <laughs> in the past, I've ruled my brother's ninth birthday party this way, trying to win win over his friends to my side. That's a different story. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that actually has a lot to do with our slightly broken relationship over the years, but we'll leave that where it is. 
in order to get that strike and create the outcome that we need, the ball must leave our hands smoothly and steadily. We have to be steady and smooth. So we can transfer the energy from the ball to the pins with no energy lost. This is the law of conservation of energy. And it's also like this in our lives too. For most of us, our energy is constantly being lost, redirected, taken, either consciously or unconsciously, by choosing things that don't really support us. And the unconscious pull comes by holding beliefs, traumas, um, past hurts and pains, insecurities, deeper down. Or by living a life that's actually completely misaligned to your nature and your natural abilities that could result in greater success. When I, when I work with people, I always want to understand and look at their strengths as a strategist before I begin to penetrate into their inabilities. Play to your strengths, I say, and then make friends with your inabilities. Because all of this can create split energy subconsciously. And that's what we're trying to combat here with energy management. Is create, is create a bit of harmony and a bit more coherence internally so that the outside world, the world around us, matches that real estate internally. And that's the overarching effect that energy has on the outcomes of our lives. And for me, how I think and what I pay attention to, I'm, I'm trained very deeply in this, but also have natural abilities to do this, is to see the depth of this stuff play out as a psychotherapist and as a spiritual, spiritual being, which we all are. Most of our communication that we interact with each day, it's largely made up of nonverbal transmission. That's an energy thing. It's all energy. And we are actually more energetically transferring than we probably consciously recognize. So having a sustainable structure for your energy and everything I've spoke about cleans up the possibility of that current that you're looking to direct towards a specific outcome or something you want to create, achieve, do or have. Creating a sustainable structure for it helps to reduce the leakages throughout your day that are costing you. This can look very different for everybody because we are all different. But think of it this way. It's like you need to go to, and, I, and I'm, I'm, I go through this as well, so I'll speak from experience, is you go into a reply back to someone for business. It might be one of my clients or it might be a business um, conversation I need to get back to. And by going to that, I haven't realized that I've, caught, I've been caught up into a cycle of scrolling. So I've actually gone to Instagram to reply back to someone but I'm being held on Instagram for 45 minutes and I look at the time and go, shit, where'd that go? Where, where did that come from? And that's in and at my day. And it's also created no outcome of meaning for me. And if you do that, you could probably can't even tell me what you were scrolling and looking at and what you learned inside of that time as well. And that's a real problem. That's a problem for your energy. And all the things that you could have been done inside that time that are still undone and the problems that are still underlying and are just yielding a stronger pull at you to create the solutions you need are all delayed. And so too is the conflict. A lot of us have these deeper conflicts and they build up, they accumulate and they overwhelm us. A lot of us are managing a lot of stress and overwhelm at the moment. And this is just how important this stuff is. Any conflict we delay 
is conflict multiplied. We are more distracted, more short-sighted, and less attentive in this age of information overload than we ever have been before in time. And I say this vulnerably, sometimes it's just so overwhelming the amount of information that we have to process. I have to do this all the time too. My, how my brain works, I'm constantly processing information because I'm open to learning from everywhere. With everything that's happening in life, let alone my ability to be able to critically think about things and dissect things like a book, it becomes a really hard job. So when we learn to manage our energy and create a system or a structure for our energy and where it's going, it really helps to make life easier. And we get into more we get into patterns and habits that are going to support where we're going, what we want to create, and who we want to become. And it's this sustainable structure for your energy that creates the clear, sustained direction for the path of your energy. Not 10 half-assed directions that are split off and they're weakened. It's one or two wholehearted, centered, clear pathways for your energy so you can begin to leverage your greatest currency and access the next level of wealth in your life and your organization. So what we're going to do is just do a bit of a self-check. We might do a bit of an exercise, a practical thing to get us thinking in the right way. All right, so if you're at home, you can write, you can split a piece of paper in half with, a, with two columns. Or if you're just walking, I want you to write it in your phone. The first question is, and you're going to write about this, maybe after the podcast is going to be most constructive. What are the forces in my life that drain my energy? And you're going to write a column of all the things, all the forces that are at play in your life that drain your energy. It might be people, family members, the way in which you pay attention to things that are outside of your control, problems, looking for problems, not solutions, etc., etc. And then the next column, column B, is all about what are the forces in my life that give me greater energy, which might be going and getting into nature, spending time with people who are like-minded, working on projects that I'm actually inspired by. So that's the exercise. Now I'll start to talk about energy carryover. There's an old saying, um, leave your work at work before it returns home with you. Well, unfortunately now, our work is at home these days. So we need more discipline so our lives are balanced and free. Otherwise, things are going to compound. So how can my points I'm revealing show in relationship as well too? This one's for you men, all right? Ladies, I'm sure you're going to keep a keen ear. This has been quite controversial in the past. Um, <laughs> I had some very heavy conversations um thrown at me in 2019 with this, but this is all your, your fault, David Dida, or Dida, pronunciation there. 90% um, of your woman's emotional problems stem from feeling unloved. We spend our time, men, in our masculine, growing by challenge, strengthening ourselves through direction, path, and outcome. Women don't necessarily, if they're a, a, a very feminine woman, they won't necessarily look for the same direction, path, outcome and to strengthen themselves through challenge. They, they will grow through love. So if we turn up in relationship with 10 other mental tabs open, we haven't got our energy well managed, she's going to feel that. 
So getting yelled at about not taking the bins out or washing the dishes, more times than not, aren't those things. She's actually saying, hey, I can't get in. You've got mental tabs open. I'm feeling unloved, unappreciated. I'm looking for connection. So if you're not present with her, then you're going to start to see problems. And that's all she really needs there. And because of how our masculine brain works, we start to give our advice or problem solve or start to come back with more friction and resistance. And this is purely just because you're undivided in your presence. No, sorry, you're divided in your presence and she's looking for your undivided presence, so to speak. So I hope that perspective is useful. Maybe you want to take some notes on that. Another perspective is, is when you're just mentally open with all your tabs, you're trying to sort things out. You're making deals in your head. You're ringing people back without ringing them, texting back, thinking about what to say, what's coming next. You're wondering where income's coming from, etc., etc. And you're reminded of someone you were meant to call back throughout the day and all the promises you had to make and you're supposed to make and, and, and fulfill over the weekend. But plans had to change. I see this all the time in performance. And it happens in my life when my discipline begins to slip, when I haven't got my energy managed and I haven't got myself disciplined. Discipline does equal freedom. Creativity is a practice that requires discipline. And all of this is about tidying up these energy splits in our lives. And this leads us to greater outcomes. Whether you're an elite performer, a business owner, a busy mum, you get my idea. Because the outcomes are just that broad. Even the way we do sex is linked to your money. It's all energy. And sexual energy is the most powerful energy, the most powerful force there is. So how on earth could this be overlooked and for a lot of us, suppressed and held down behind shame when it makes up so much of who we are? That's how we're actually sold to through marketing Everything is a sexual transaction. It's a motive. It's the strongest motivator. And if you're someone who's spreading yourself out, and there's no judgment here, if you're spreading yourself out freely to everyone sexually, then don't expect to be really balanced and well-ordered either. Absence is a really powerful practice, particularly for men, to be able to harness, regulate, and moderate your sexual energy so they can use it to unlock creativity and clarity in your life and your business and your mission. So I want you to really fill into all of that, guys. And you know, take your own notes for this. The final perspective here is that you've had a you've had a long day. Um, you've started on the right foot. You've done everything you needed to do to fulfill your life's goals and your vision you had for the day. But you were pulled into all these problems and dramas of other of other people. And you've spent irreplaceable time with no productive outcome for you that's left you feeling drained, like you have no energy left to go to the gym at the end of the day. Because of the nature of your conversations and the problems that you were exposed to throughout the day, your energy wasn't well managed. You come home and you bring your energy onto the people you love. That's a very common scenario. The tipping point of all of this was that part of the day where you had that choice, where you could have been better managed, to be less engaged in the problems and issues that were not yours to invest in. And you're left then to clean up and slump into resentment, resentfulness and another day has gone by 
where you could have done things that were going to help to liberate you and create prosperity or freedom for yourself and the ones you love. So a lot of what I'm talking about is quite unconventional. And you know, in everything I do, it's all about creating unconventional, way, unconventional ways to approach conventional problems that we have in life. And I don't care how we go about creating outcomes. It's all about getting results um, because the rest will take care of itself. We don't necessarily have to try and change. We have to get ourselves into a place where we let change in. And we can't solve our thinking with the same thinking that created the problem in the first place. So it's about developing a structure. And this is what I'm encouraging you to do. Develop a structure that works for you. You know, you look at these coaches and gurus and other mentors and they'll say, get your morning routine, do this. You've got to find the morning routine that works for you so that you can find the best way to discipline your energy, your time, and your money spent. So it's one part flexible thinking and it's the other part discipline. Because a new mind is but a new life. So remember this exercise now, spreading out what the draining energy forces are in your life. Was it the middle point of this podcast? And then what are the forces that enhance your vitality and your energy? You know, and then make sure that you give more time, energy, and money to the things that bring you energy and cultivate more energy and learn to let go of the things that don't. The two can coexist, but energy management is largely about prioritization and having a a clear direction, path, and outcome for your energy sources and your energy current. Hmm. Thank you so much for your time, guys. I've enjoyed delivering this to you. I'll see you in the next episode. Remember, share this podcast if you wouldn't mind. It helps me out. Thank you. The next round of my Prosperity Mastermind will take place at the end of the year and places are already filling. So if you feel an impulse to take action and you're ready for change, I want you to get in contact with me so that you can get on that list ahead of everybody else. To get in contact or read more about the Mastermind and anything else I offer, you can check out my brand new website, danballard.online. Or, like most people do, get in touch through Instagram and the handle is at danballard. Thanks, guys. See you in the next episode.